0: You are listening to The Sun on the Strip. I'm Brock Radke, entertainment writer for The Las Vegas Sun. And every Wednesday, I'll have an exclusive conversation with someone who is being fabulous on The Las Vegas Strip, as well as an update on what's going on in the world of entertainment here in Vegas. Thanks for listening. This is it. This is the biggest week on The Strip since the first week of June last year, when casinos started reopening after being closed for months during the pandemic. You could say this is even bigger than that in some ways. Resorts World Las Vegas, the mega, mega resort that has been in development on the North Strip for eight years, is opening Thursday night, June 24th. I'm recording this on Tuesday, the 22nd, and just hours ago, I got my first tour of the property, my first time on site at Resorts World, and they showed me a lot more than I thought I was going to see. This place is amazing. I know we keep talking about how the Strip hasn't had a brand new ground up, freshly built casino resort since the Cosmopolitan opened in 2010, but we haven't had something like Resorts World in much longer than that. Aria and the rest of MGM's City Center Project opened in 2009, and the way that I was impressed and in awe when I first walked into Aria and those other properties there, and the way I felt about my first time at Cosmo, those were amazing first impressions and still are incredible places. But Resorts World is something else. It's so big. The casino, the high limit area, the three different hotel lobbies, the district, which is sort of a retail and restaurant promenade, but feels like a huge international mall. These spaces are just magnificent and grand, and everything is at the highest level of luxury Las Vegas has ever seen. I was trying to explain this to someone just now, and I what I think is Resorts World is wind level fancy But it's a different style of fancy. It's from the Genting group, and there's a different sensibility there. It's still very luxurious, and everything feels extra rich. But there's a different strategy and a slightly different target audience, I guess you could say. The pool complex is really different because it's massive, but it's not one huge space the way MGM's is or Mandalay Bay's is. It winds around, and you feel like you're in your own private space. There are a lot of experiences here that are going to feel exclusive. There's so much to see and do and taste. Of course, not everything is going to be ready when Resorts World opens late Thursday night, but most of the restaurants, bars, lounges, those types of places will be open. I wrote the cover story about Resorts World for this week's issue of Las Vegas Weekly Magazine. That comes out Thursday morning, and you can read it at lasvegasweekly.com. I'm also going to try to post some more stuff at lasvegassun.com. This week with some more cool details from my preview of the property today. So much stuff. So follow along with me. Resort World is going to captivate Vegas visitors all summer long and such a big part of the Vegas comeback. Too many new show announcements to mention here this week. Remember, you need to read Curtain Up, my Thursday column on the Sunsite. That's where I'm going to give you all the shows that are coming soon and selling tickets this week. Here are just a few of the acts coming in. The comedic podcasters, Desus and Mero at Kaw Theater. J. Cole at MGM Grand Garden Arena. Jason Aldean at Park Theater. The Go-Go's at the Venetian Theater for New Year's Eve. And Pitbull at Zappos Theater. Go read Curtain Up Thursdays at lasvegassun.com and get all the details. Cirque du Soleil announced late last week a reopening date for its third show to come back. Michael Jackson One at Mandalay Bay. It will be back on stage on August 19th. So Circus is reopening Mystere and O next week. And I kind of thought the Beatles' love at the Mirage would follow, but it's the musical tribute to the King of Pop instead. The Latin Grammy Awards are also slated to return to the Las Vegas Strip on November 18th at MGM Grand Garden Arena. That show will once again be broadcast live on Univision. And one of my favorite clubs on the Strip is coming back to life very soon on the record, which was a really cool part of the whole renovation from Monte Carlo to Park MGM. That club across from Park Theater will be back in action next weekend on July 2nd. And speaking of clubs, my interview this week is with a DJ who just moved his Vegas residency from Dre's to Marquis. You know him best from MTV's Jersey Shore. That's right. It's none other than Paulie D, a.k.a. Paulie Del Vecchio. He already played his first gig at Marquee, and he'll be back at the day club and nightclub at the Cosmo all summer long. Paulie stayed busy during the pandemic by filming tons of episodes of that MTV reality show that launched his career. Uh, now it's called Jersey Shore Family Reunion, and it's airing right now. He also launched a delivery-only restaurant concept a few months back, and we're going to talk about that. Paulie has called Las Vegas' his home for a long time now, and he loves this city and is pretty pumped to be back in the clubs and see big crowds hitting the strip once again. Here's my chat
1: with Paulie D. Before we get into all your DJ stuff, all your TV stuff, I gotta ask you about these sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) You launched Polly D's Italian subs a little while ago. It's a delivery only restaurant concept. I have been dying to try them out. How did this thing happen? How did this come together?
2: Oh, so good, man. Um, it's just, it's so fitting for me. It's like, um, I just grew up going to delis all growing up, like getting a nice Italian sandwich. And, um, and I wanted to figure out a way. That I can get that to the masses and doing a delivery right to your door service is a way to put it in everybody's doorstep so everybody can try it instead of having an actual restaurant that everybody goes to only in that area. I can actually take this thing widespread all over the world. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. What's the response been like so far? the response has been great. It's almost
2: like if Pauly D was a sandwich, it would be this, like, because it's basically Italian <laughs> sauce and um, we got cannolis and um, it's just so fitting to my brand and, 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 and everything. And they they're great. We have this sauce that's on, it's called the drip. It's like, that's what makes my sandwich stand out from the rest that, and we got some bre- like the bread and everything. It's really dope. It's cool to tap into that, to that market.
1: Do you have like a go-to sandwich or do you mix it up, depend on the mood?
2: Um, I've been mixing it up. The Italian is my favorite, but um, (laughs) so I like to switch it up just to make sure everything's still on point. And um, it's really consistent because they're getting all the ingredients from us. So it's really dope because it it gives up um, other kitchens and other revenue stream and lets Mm -hmm. them be able to work in these trying times right now because it was tough for a while for restaurants. We're just getting um, back into it, so delivery has been the go-to for everybody.
1: That's been keeping them afloat. Seems like a great fit. And food has always been a huge part of the whole Jersey Shore thing in the family. And it seems like seems like now that the show's back on MTV all the time, you guys are always sitting down for big family meals.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, food is it's where we actually would hash out a lot of problems in the house. And like you said, now we're sitting down more now more than ever because we couldn't go anywhere, so we're stuck facing all the problems, facing all that drama and coming together and all the happy times too. food does it all. It's almost like music.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Even though you're, you know, you're, you're doing this, you're on a TV show and you're filming. It seems like you're all genuinely having a great time being together after all the stuff that you've been through and and you've been doing this thing for so long. Does it it feel like that? Is that a big love fest when you guys are shooting these days?
2: Well, yeah, it's almost like it's a family. Um, I actually treat them like my regular family. We um, you don't see them for a while, then when you see them, it's almost like, oh, you pick right back up where you left off. And everybody has such major things going on in their life, and we share that with them like you would your regular family. People get married, they have kids, there's divorces, um, there's court, people go to jail, like some crazy times. But that's what happens in family.
1: Now, you guys were able to keep up with uh, TV stuff through the pandemic, doing some uh, strategic Stuff to get around restrictions, but obviously you had to take some time away from your day job, essentially DJing, traveling around the world, just like everybody else. What was it like to finally get back in the booth recently and and be in front of a huge crowd again?
2: Oh, man, I got to say that's probably what I missed the most. Um, was the traveling, the crowds, and the DJing part? Because this pandemic, it literally we sh- shut up shop. Like there, nobody, there was nobody was DJing. Everything was virtual. So I was doing virtual parties. I was doing virtual proms, virtual birthdays. I was, I was actually over the virtual stuff. So to actually physically connect and to be in front of a crowd, that's that's what I live for. And that that moment of being back with, there's nothing like it. And people have so much back up partying to do. It's almost like the energy was more now than it ever was. I felt it too.
1: What was your first uh, your first gig back? I'm sure you played some shows before you came back to base recently.
2: Yeah, we did a lot of private gigs. My first official public crowd gig was in Miami at Strawberry Moon, and it was a pool party, and it was it was wild. Florida's a little different because, I don't know, they, I feel like they didn't treat the pandemic uh, the way everyone else did. It's <laughs> almost like COVID <laughs> didn't exist over there in Florida. So yeah.
1: it was, it was wild. I know you love uh, playing Vegas and I know you loved playing at Dre's all those years. You got mm-hmm. a new residency this year at Marquee at the Cosmopolitan. How did that come together?
2: Yeah. You know, um, I I have a relationship with those guys, the Tau group. They're like family. I DJ for them in New York and Chicago. And it was time to now um, take my residency to the Tau group in Las Vegas. And it's so, it's so fitting for me. The venues, I love Marquee. It's such, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Marquee. Um, We got the Beach Club as well. So I'm really looking forward to the future with them. And we've been um, already starting back. And it is, like I said, the energy is just next level now. So, like, everybody has years worth of partying to do to catch up on. And they're just letting loose. And people come to Vegas for that anyway. But now they have another reason to because they want to get out of the house.
1: It seems like a really interesting venue for you because, you know, you're known for, for really launching this amazing party wherever you go that really draws a, a pretty diverse audience. And Marquis has traditionally been more uh, like EDM-centered over the years. That seems to be changing a little bit, though.
2: Yeah, I think um, I think the sound is, is changing. Is You, you got to play a little bit of everything because people that come to Vegas, I feel, are from all walks of life, all over. And that's basically what I did. It's like an open format set. I'm still playing the dance stuff, but I'm throwing in the mashups and the, the hip hop, the, the, the Spanish music. And they're from all over, all over the world. So you got to play to them. I, they take me on the journey. <laughs> You've
1: lived in Vegas for uh, a lot of years now. It must be exciting for you to, uh, to see the city coming alive again after this long shutdown.
2: Yeah, I was monitoring it. Like, that's how I would gauge this pandemic. I would, like, when it was in the midst of it, like, I would go to the Strip and it was it was quiet and it was almost like it was eerie. And so as the world was starting to slowly get open, I'm like, all right, the Strip, there's some people walking around. All right, stuff is opening, stuff is happening. And then up to now, full-blown open, it's like the pandemic has never happened. Like, it didn't even happen. (laughs) You can go to the Strip right now, it looks regular. And I'm like, that's so good to see. It's like life.
0: That's going to do it for this week's Sun on the Strip. Thanks for listening. Uh, special thanks to DJ Pauly D. He's going to be at Marquee Nightclub this Saturday, June 26th, as well as next Friday, July 2nd. You can find past episodes of the Sun on the Strip at lasvegassun.com slash podcast, or you can listen and subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts. See you at Resorts World. Take care.